What's up, everybody? You're back with the Popcorn Preachers. I'm your man, Chase Nib, and with me as always, Xavier Lawrence. What's poppin', baby? Hey, buddy. How's it going? Fantastic, my man. Yeah. Feels like I haven't seen you in a bit. Seriously, I, I really haven't. I, yeah. It might be a full week. A full week. We actually gave ourselves <laughs> some, some <laughs> separation. Some, yeah. <laughs> separation Making the hearts grow fonder. Yes, exactly. Yes. Um, the week flew by, though. It did. It Honestly. really did. And it's nice to see you. Feels like every time I see you, it's... Right where we yeah, right where we pick it, up. Even if it was a two months hiatus sure. or a, a two day hiatus. Well, that's our bonds nice. of friendship, man. We're now destined for be best friends for life. Apparently, eh? according to that, uh, the science of it all. If you've been friends for more than seven years, you're destined to be lifelong friends after that. Yeah, yeah, it's which is good. I have my five guys mm-hmm. that are my lifelongers, so I'm yeah. good with the crew I picked. I remember one of my friends one time was just telling me he's like, "Yeah, I I'm done making friends." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, my roster's full. I just, I don't have the time for anybody else. <laughs> so that's kind of funny. Oh, well, it makes sense. Yeah, it does. But man, I, speaking of making too many friends, mm-hmm. that's a great segue into this. Okay. Um, well, this whole new career path, a whole new job, right? Yes. For me, like I am meeting so many people, dude. Like my social circle is just getting bigger and bigger with every job or at whatever training facility I'm at, dude. I meet like another five to eight, ten people that have become like, oh yeah, let's let's hang out, let's do all, let's you know if you're in town, meet up for this, or we can even just go over lines and stuff. I was like, yeah, hell yeah, that'd be fun. Well, you're such a charismatic person. Well, I try to be right. I Naturally, I'm an introvert, but it's great that I'm like you know exuberating my. Um, extrovert side some more you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because naturally i am a guy who likes to be like alone in his space and can hang out in his space for long periods of time but it's good that i'm finally just you know embracing the extrovert side and just being out there with people meeting new people or hearing new perspectives and you know hearing everyone's like walks of life and how different they are it's so much fun to hear all that stuff yeah well it's it's great to dive in i feel like when you uh take on the role of being an actor mm-hmm. when you come into that world yeah you have to turn on oh yeah for sure right yeah. like it's almost uh like there's two different personalities oh for know, sure split like uh like the movie split yeah right mm-hmm. fighting for the light once once you're on like you have yeah. to be on because that's what people gravitate towards yeah exactly and it's and it's been really good and i mean i've always just kept it just try to keep it as me as possible mm-hmm. and yeah i've honestly well, you've known me for years, but yeah, I've, I'm a guy that can basically almost be a chameleon. Like I can vibe with you mm-hmm. if I can find something relatable to you. Once I find that something that we connect on, then we blossom, right? I'm a guy that can really just hang out with you without pretty any much polar knowledge. But if I find something that relates to me and you, cool, yeah. we're going to, we're going to branch off that. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's nobody that you've met where... You haven't... Uh, I haven't had, like, a... Found some kind of common ground. With yeah, exactly, right? And even people that I don't really get along with or, like, don't really like as much, I usually try to make it work, but if not, I, you know... Pretty de- Deter. But, yeah. yeah, I usually just try to keep it just casual as possible and just, you know, vibe with everybody. Mm-hmm. And I've got such a wide scope of things that I like in this world, so it's really cool to just... Hey, you like this? Okay, let's talk about this. Oh, you like that? Hell yeah, let's get into this. Yeah. So tell us about the the week. Oh yeah, so my week, I went out to Langley, BC. I was out there for a stunt training course called the Indigenous Actions Artist Mentorship Program. Mm. 
And it's a great, it was a great introductory program. Like it's a good prep course into stunts. And it was a friend of mine that mentioned it to me and he actually posted it on his uh, Instagram feed is where I found it first. And I was like, yeah, if you got the chance, man, just like come out and do it. And I did the, a stunt program before, like a year before. So I was like, oh, you know what? Let's just check this out. Let's just hang out and see what it is. So I take the drive out there on the Saturday and of course, nice, beautiful, lush BC. It's all nice and pretty. The mountains look fantastic. The greenery, because all the rain that's been happening there. The rivers and stuff. It's like, man, this looks picturesque, man. And there's even like nice, like snow caps still. Like people are still snowboarding out there. Yeah. Yeah, because just how long it's been staying around was well, insane. Sunshine opened up. Yeah, it was like June skiing. Yeah. I was like, what? I know. It was unheard of for me. I was like, wow, <laughs> it's going to be super icy, but yeah, <laughs> if, if you're, that's your thing, that's your thing. Which, uh, so now we're on. So we're driving through, driving through, and I get there. Stay the night in Langley. I was probably like 10 minutes away from the, the spot. And then I get there. It's at the Circus Lab, it's called. Yo, free promo. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I get there. And dude, it was just a... Like we started at 9 o'clock and finished at 7. It was supposed to end at 6, but we kept it going to like finish wrapping up some stuff. And yeah, man, it was just a great knowledge of all these amazing stunt actors that have been doing it for many, many years, right? All condensed in like a crash course thing. So are all of the teachers there indigenous? Uh, there was like two, but the rest of them were... Did you have to be indigenous to go to this, or was it open to everybody? Uh, I think majority, I think it was like 90 of, 90% of the class was indigenous, yeah. and I think there was like one or two. But oh. they had like, you know, the the, the amount enough, enough in there. So you did? Like, yeah. I couldn't go to the... Yeah, like you course. probably could be like... I think you probably could have went anyways. Yeah. I don't think there was any like... It wasn't just like hell Just or, in... I got you, yeah. Yeah. Because I'm not even 100% sure, but I mean, I'm pretty sure it was all open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it wouldn't wouldn't be, but that's really nice that they like are, are hosting these things. And, yeah, because their, their main focus is just to get more indigenous faces and more indigenous um, stunt actors or stunt people in the world because they don't have enough. No. No, they don't. Because yeah. usually when it's an actor, they usually have somebody who's either of different descent or like usually Caucasian or white. Yeah. They put on a wig and they double as that person. Yeah. Right? Or like they darken them up a little bit. To like yeah. fit it or tan them up, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was like their main focus, which is just to get more indigenous stunt actors or stunt performers into these roles so that we can, you know, just build Yeah. such a, you know, ide- an identity yeah, into I that, right? Yeah. So yeah, we start the day off with some some minor acrobatics and movements, right? And you know, learning shoulder rolls and all that stuff. And even myself, I was like, oh man, this is incredible. And what was even amazing, the first teacher, he did this like grounding exercise. Okay. So he's like, yeah, okay, everyone, before we get started, let's just let's just hang. Oh, actually, before that, we did a drum circle. Okay, cool. Yeah, so a lady who's part of the the nation there that they share the land with. It was a land acknowledgement, mm-hmm. and she came in and did a wonderful song, and it was a, a heartbeat song, it was called. And dude, nothing gets my soul and heart energized by a good song like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I just felt so calm and relaxed, because I was, like, a bit nervous. and Yes. Right? And even though I have two friends that I've met previously, and one I've worked with on 
Outlander, right? I was still just like, oh man, this is oh, it's so exciting. It's so it's so exciting. It's new. No. It's so different, right? This is something that's like out of my niche, right? Mm-hmm. But it's something I want to do. It's good to push your comfort zone. Exactly, right? Don't settle for your comfort. Push those limits. Get make that thing bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So that was happening. It was a beautiful song, and she was a wonderful lady. And then we get into the first part of the day, which was movement and acrobatics. And yeah, he does his grounding exercise. And dude, it was such a cool way because he's like, hey, bring your thoughts, close your eyes, bring your thoughts to your to your head, in front of your brain, into the front area. And now try and clear it, but make sure the energy is still flowing right here. Okay, now just kind of like as a scanner, just scan your body. Let that energy flow all mm-hmm. the way through. Get it down to your heart. Now, now sync up. Yeah. Sync up with your heartbeat. Do you hear that? Do you feel it? Okay, now push that energy through. And he just went through it, man. And honestly, I felt every single part of my muscles, no, sinew, medication bones. medication is no joke. Oh, it was insane. Like, I felt... Is that the first time you've done it? First time everything yes. I've ever done like that, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I honestly felt every single part of my body. I felt everything through me. It was insane. And then going through, like, all the way down through the core, through the hips area, through the thigh. I felt it all the way through it was insane even my back like it tingled mm-hmm. like just feeling everything it was insane mm-hmm. it was like all my nerves present. yeah that's exactly what it is yeah right? it's just all my nerves just firing off on everything right and then finally he's like yeah bring it down to the floor and now push all it to the floor mm-hmm. all right now you're here let's get started I was like, let's do it man <laughs> right i was just amped up fun. yeah it was really cool it was a very so i'm definitely adding that to my daily routine because that's what he was basically he was trying to and still was just like, yeah, get in tune with your body, especially even with training. Mm-hmm. Like before we even go train, just get in that mind space where, because your body's your coach. It's going to tell you what it likes, what it doesn't like, mm-hmm. right? And you got to push yourself or, you know, listen to it. Because if you don't listen to it, then things are going to go very wrong for you, right? And it was very wise in the ways. Yeah. And yeah, so that's going to be added to the routine for sure. So we did some acrobats, doing some stuff like that, did that for the first bit. And then we moved on to uh, Falls. Okay. Yeah, we were doing some falls, doing some like higher stuff. Oh, falling off like eight feet, learning how to fall properly, landing on your back, tucking your chin, all that stuff. Make sure to exhale because you don't want to inhale and hold your breath because it actually compresses all your stuff. Yeah. Right. So if you let it all out, then you actually have a bit of a cushion compression. Yeah. So it doesn't fuck up your shit pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot, man. And then just getting higher and higher too. They're like, okay, we're gonna go ten feet now. Now you're going to fall into that. With those mats and stuff, like yeah. nice big heavy mats. Concrete. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what they were basically saying. It's like, yeah, get used to that. But this is just there to like to work on stuff. Because yeah. on day of, you're not going to have pads. Yeah. Right? You're not going to have this comfy comfy ground. You're going to be on like concrete or cement mm-hmm. for most of the time. So get used to like falling onto concrete too. Yeah. It might hurt a bit, but... As long as you got like, because you've got pads and yeah, stuff like yeah, yeah. underneath, to try to make it like sleek. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, but what this is training you for is just getting the mechanics right so you're comfortable enough. So now you can start getting rid of those pads and make it more realistic in a sense, right? So yeah, I was doing that and I learned how to repel. Oh, nice. Yeah, there was a part of repelling. So I actually got to learn how to repel. And I, they were just like, yeah. Just keep going because everyone else is like practicing. Yeah. Like I know how to fall, but yeah. you know, it's just one of those things where 
I saw that and I was like, yeah, I'm going to keep on doing this because this is going to be hella cool to learn. And yeah. I could just practice on my own at whatever yeah. uh, rock climbing place. And yeah, so that was really fun. And that was another thing too. Like that teacher was telling me so much about how to climb and, you know, how to do all this stuff and make it believable if you're not like a trained, because it's all, if you're not the guy, then I can put you up on a thing yeah. where I'm one controlling all the movements and you just make it look like you're doing it. Mm -hmm. I'm the guy who's running you back. Yeah, it was really cool, man. They were just so cool and open about questions like any there's no wrong question it's like whatever they can answer they'll answer it for you and do it the best of their abilities right and yeah they were just amazing and then we after that then we dove into um a little bit of fight choreo so they did split the class for the more advanced like martial arts guys who actually know martial arts and then other people that like have very limited it's like yeah well i got street fighting i know it's not my greatest yeah. not the greatest fighting platform but that's where i, learned. I know how to throw a punch yeah yeah, yeah. Right, so yeah, it's a lot of it was just working on footwork because that's like the foundation of any fighter. If you have great footwork, you're destined to be great. So we worked on a lot of that, some stunt choreo. So we did a little bit of a fight sequence, you know, doing the big swings, big kicks, and just like just tapping people, right? Yeah, just enough to make it look believable. Yeah, so that was a good fun part. Then we break for lunch, and then we moved on to where were we? Oh, gun handling firearm training so it's all plastic guns all plastic all that fun stuff uh, but the way they instilled it was even though this is a plastic weapon or a firearm sorry treated as is a real firearm like you tag like you point the barrel at somebody you're i was like okay those are you're developing bad habits that's the last thing we want is to develop bad habits because once we see those that means you don't take this stuff very seriously and you're fired and that's what the big like head guy says like, yeah i see guys messing around with their guns like spinning them around or you know playing with them and they're like i see that you're gone done that's fair yeah and especially now with that big incident that caused yes. no. the director of photography yeah. die on set right like they really ramped up Whoa. the gun safety and i even myself i'm not a big fan of just guns in general yeah well, not that I'm a, not a big fan. It's just I, I get very... Because I'm not used to it. I'm not around yes. them enough where I'm comfortable, right? I'm still just like, okay. I hear what you're saying. I was like, this is this is not a toy. It's definitely it's, not. It's dangerous, you know. Be careful, you know. Follow every safety procedure and keep your finger off the trigger. So, yeah, they did a very good job of just explaining it all. Um, being aware of your surroundings. Even holding positions of where... You would hold your gun, so you got low ready, compressed ready, um, pre present, high ready, high compressed ready. And then with your pistol, you got the psoas position, which is like a diamond formation pointing to the ground. And then you got the temple index, so it's like right against your temples. So it's just basically keeping the barrel pointed somewhere where it's not going to be pointed at somebody and that was another exercise was well, all of this looks pretty legit yeah right <laughs> and, and that's another thing too i'm glad i actually remembered every single position yeah yeah so then the um exercise was one you had to walk through and you actually had to make sure that your um firearm was not pointed at somebody and we're all walking aimlessly. There's no actual direct, like you're walking in front of each other. So you got to figure out how to point your firearm muzzle or your barrel out of the way. way so you're not 
shooting somebody or tagging somebody. That's what the lingo was. So yeah, I'm just like, got it down here, got it close to my chest. I flip it upwards, I flip it to the side. Like, yeah, I was doing some, a lot of cool stuff. And then we did a scenario where um, there's a gentleman at the end and we had to make it to the end. So we got the guns, we're going bang, 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 bang. Like pretend we're shooting and stuff. And it's like, okay, moving and make it like an actual gunfight like SWAT moving up, okay, I'm shooting, you move up, okay, you're shooting now, I move up till we get to the target. Nice. Right? That's kind of designed a little... Yeah, and that's what they did, right? This is like a scenario. <clears throat> it was like, even as actors, I was like, we're going to train you guys as if it's like the real deal. But I know they're going to change it up on set and it's going to be more like, you know, cinema yeah. stuff, yeah. right? It's like, it's not going to be you guys, they don't want to see your guns like this, they want to see them like... Yeah, how you see them in the movies, right? Exactly. So, but we're going to train you as realistic <laughs> as possible, so you know the seriousness of all this. And that's what they even said too. Was, was the big uh, if you're planning on being a police officer or planning on being in in the army? I was like, this is not the course you want to be in because this is all for uh, cinema or TV. Mm-hmm. I was like, everything's going to be tight and close and prox- and like everything's going to be like very direct on your stuff but acting it's more out there it's more flamboyant right it's more out there so yeah it was a very it was very good man they taught us so well with that weapons weapons training part because i was just like that's the biggest thing for me too is like always be on the safety side especially with guns too like i'm just so just not yeah yeah so just so not comfy with it where i'm just like okay just follow your thing follow the safeties and and we're good. Yeah. Yeah, and then our final part of the day was wire stuff. Yes. So I got to put on this crazy harness, and they hooked me up on the, the back. OG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I posted on my Instagram, and they pulled me, right? I know it's funny because it, it progressed because I was one of the bigger guys. Yeah. Okay? So I started with one dude, didn't fly very far. It was still pretty cool. Like, it didn't fly very far. Okay, second time around, they got two guys on it. <laughs> You know, it was better than the first one, but it wasn't the one they were they happy about. It. Yeah, they wanted to see like a nice big, like flyback. So then it was three guys on the rope. And I was like, okay, get ready. This one's gonna be. This one's gonna be the one. And I know it doesn't look as fast. No, it look. Well, I find. Sorry to cut you off. No, no, no go I ahead. I think that anytime something's filmed, yes, it's slower. Yes. It, I don't exactly. know what happens. Uh-huh. It it never accounts for like actual game speed. Yes, like when you're in the present moment, like you're, if you're visually watching and you're standing right there watching, you can see it. You're, I'm flying so fast yes. back, like poof, like eh, like so fast. They ripped me so far back, man. I wasn't even prepared because I was just thinking like, okay, be a nice little tug. But what he did was that he jumped first. So it slacked the line off. So I was like, oh, did they just let go of the line? And then they pulled me. And then I was like, oh, whoa. Yeah. So they whipped me back. So I was like, oh, I was, I was caught off guard. Yeah. For like that millisecond, right? <laughs> I was like, okay, why did it slack? Up? Whoa. And I got launched right back. And yeah, dude, like once again, I've seen other folks getting pulled and stuff. And they just get launched back, right? And so fast. Crazy. So it looks yeah. like those crazy like explosions that you'd see in movies and mm-hmm. stuff, right? And it's just massive pulls. So then with myself, um, I'm just a guy who just likes to learn everything. Yeah. I'm just a guy that's just like, okay, I'm a student. I know this part, but what can I learn on the backside? Because I'm usually probably not going to be this person who's going to get pulled all the time. So how would I try being the puller? So I got to learn how to like just running off time because there's always going to be a lead puller and then 
extends from there, right? So pulling on the wire and even um, doing the rappel stuff, I was helping belaying, learning how to belay to make sure like all the safeties, you know, just learning other aspects that go into it. Not just being like the performer part, but the other mechanics that go into making sure everyone's safe in that moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that was a big thing. And that was just like my mindset is like, I'm a complete student. I'm going to try to learn every little detail I possibly can. Yes. And it just fired me up after it was all like over. I was like, oh man. How long was that course? Because that's a lot of stuff. It's a lot, man. It was nine to seven. Okay, yeah. And it was supposed to be nine to six, originally nine to six, but it went to seven o'clock because it was just like we just wanted to get so much done, right? So much info. Yes, yes. And that's the thing, right? That's what they said. Like this is like thirty years of experience being thrown at you Mm -hmm. in one day. It's a lot. Yeah, it was a lot to take in, but I was just they made it so easy and fun to follow along. Yes. That it's like, okay, like, I understand, like, I get this and know the seriousness and all and the mechanics of it all. And they're just great teachers all around, too. Like, very good mentors. So, yeah, and then, like, there's, because some of them have been on some, like, major shows. One doubled for, um, pretty sure it was, like, Supergirl. They've been on Altered Carbon. Nice. Um, even our, even the one guy who did was the first acrobat, he's actually a friend of ours' older brother. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which was really cool. I know, I know who it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was really cool because I saw him and I was like, man, this, this guy, guy looks, looks familiar. Crazy familiar. <laughs> that's and hilarious. that's like, it just kept ringing in my head. I was like, this guy looks exactly like so and so. So and so back home. I was like, there's got to be a relation here. Yes. So then I asked my buddy that was there and I was like, oh, is this, yes. by any chance, is this so and so's mm-hmm. last name? He's like, oh, yeah, that's exactly who it is. I was like, oh, sweet. And I go over there, shake his hand. I was like, yeah, I graduated with your younger bro. It's it's crazy, man. He's like, that's so crazy. He's like, this is such a small world. That's amazing. I can't believe. Yes. That's that's so cool. It's a, it's a really nice family. The other brother, too, is like... Oh, he's a beast. One of the fittest men on earth. Yeah, it was, didn't he go... Isn't he like a world champion yes, in CrossFit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think... Like, he, I'm not sure if he won... I think he won one year. Yes, which is which is incredible. incredible. That's what I mean. Like they're just the beast athletes. Yes, they are. Yeah, and he's one of like the all time best nor- like in North America breakfallers. Yeah, was he on Cirque du Soleil? He was on Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Honestly, that's a really small world. And that's and that's was the coolest thing too. Is like and then picking his brain about all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And learning how to like properly and even with the fighting stuff too is like oh yeah when you're coming with the big it's like a bigger swing and you want your fist upright in this way ah, yeah 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 look yeah because it's for camera yeah it's for right? camera right yeah yeah because i was coming in like an actual like pun. a proper punch. yeah like a proper it's like no you want the nice little swing action i was like oh right 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 and like and that was another thing too was the aspect like oh remember there's always a camera in your angle so whatever the camera angle is you got to make make sure that your fist looks like it's hitting where it's supposed to hit. Yes. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. You know, the little the little things where people think, oh, this guy hit him in the face. I'm like, no, man. This guy is literally punching you like a foot to six inches away from your face. Yes. But it also goes on the other part of their scene partner to really sell the head whip. Yep. And what people don't understand is when people, when you do the head whip oh, every the day. Torque, man. Oh, it's a lot. Like, it hurts, man, after a whole day of just whipping your head like I that. I just did one and I'm, I'm done. Yeah, exactly. And, um, yeah, so you would actually, so we stretched, like, a good, like, proper 
neck exercise for a good while to really okay because your brain's gonna rattle a little bit it's like oh yeah i know warm up <laughs> so, yeah trust me I, i've been here before and my brain had a huge headache after oh, a long yeah. while no kidding yeah just faking it all and yeah man like that was pretty much it for my day on sunday and like i said it was just a great program can't wait to come back for number four there this will be the fourth one next time coming through mm-hmm. and yeah man it was just such a great great course to go into stunts and i highly recommend any other indigenous folks out there they plan to go into the stunt world or just getting your feet wet in this world mm-hmm. that's a great jumping point and starting point and if it's your thing sick if it's not there's hundred of other different jobs that go along in this acting world Mm-hmm. Or in the film industry in general. Totally. Yeah, it takes an entire village to do it does. everything. Like it millions does. of dollars yeah, go into it, it man. It it's crazy. It it, really it's does. really insane. And yeah, man, like that's just, that's my story. And yeah, then I traveled back on, yeah, I traveled back that night Monday. a little bit. I got to Vernon. Okay. And then, and then Monday I started driving all the way back. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was a lot. I mean, just driving wise, but I love to drive, so it's yeah. not that bad. Well, you're a pretty good driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was, um, but I just love the scenery, man. I could just literally like watch. And it's funny for me when I look out into the mountains and stuff, my brain just goes into imagination mode. Mm-hmm. Like I just think of like movies or like what can I do here? Like how sick would this be if you were doing it like this? Or like thinking of like a movie inside of this town. Like my brain just goes. Yeah, creative mode That's and awesome. one of my all time favorite movies that you've seen is Princess Mononoke and that day yes. driving back and the nice big clouds are through the mountains and you just see the clouds breaking in the mountains it's like ah oh, this looks exactly like that scene because I've always wanted to do a live action version remake oh, that of that really good idea. of that movie with an indigenous twist Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So basically, pretty much the same story. I'm telling you, man. You could all TV shows, movies. They all follow a similar plot. Yeah. You could easily rewrite that, and I feel like it would have a really, really good touch mm-hmm. and fight pretty close to home. Yes. If you got a proper script made up. Yeah. You could probably pitch that and sell that that story. Oh, 100. percent Like I'd have to make sure that Studio Ghibli wouldn't like sue me for it yeah no yeah but i would love that was like my biggest thing was to like try and make or try to even just pitch a live action remake but with a nice indigenous twist yeah to it well you definitely make it indigenous I'll tell you right now man it's hot to be native yeah right it's, it is. that's what i mean so for right real, now yeah. it'd probably be a great time i might be too old for the role but yeah, well, I it mean, it doesn't hurt if you change it and you just make it your own kind of. Yeah, exactly. Script, Maybe right? load. There's so load many elements in there that you yeah. could um, seek, like mythology and mm-hmm. and uh, inspiration from, like uh, your indigenous. Yeah, exactly. Especially even history. like yeah, especially like even other tribes around the area because yes. it'd be definitely based out of BC for sure. Because yeah. I would love to shoot in like the mountainous range because that's where it, it would be fun to do all that stuff. And, um, yeah, so it'd be good to just contact, like, the local tribes, get some stories. So you want more of the mountains. I think it would it. be, I think it'd be more of the idea that I would see, especially with, like, if you're going to make the visual effect or special effects of these giant animals that are going to be in it, right? Yeah, I think you'd want, like, a big dense, because then you can hide them, you know, or they're just, like, in their element. 
No, I hear what you're saying. Because I mean, it would be harder in the prairie type type idea. Like even if you do it out in Banff or well, there's so like Camor. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of filming. Yeah, I mean, there's there's tons of ideas, but that's even that's it's, something that's yes. way 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 yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. No, that is just exciting to kind of you know pitch the ideas right, mm-hmm. and hopefully nobody steals that because that would really fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yeah, but a perfect segue into um, the movies. Actually, before we even get into that, how about you? <laughs> yeah, I had a pretty busy week. Yeah, uh, your week, man. Let's dive into your life. It was it was nuts. So sorry, I took up a lot there. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was a really interesting story, and I think it's fun to like, especially when you're passionate about something, and mm-hmm. you know the waves are are kind of rising, and yes. you're slowly climbing up that mountain and getting near. Uh, you know, base camp. Yeah, for you, sure. Before you summit, I think yeah. that's, it's really exciting. Just trying to get to base camp. Knowledge is power, man. Yes. Uh, Let's get into it. My week, uh, bachelor party. Yes. Which was a lot of fun. I. How was the weather? It rained. Okay. It, it rained pretty it much every okay. day. I figured as much. Uh, which is unfortunate, but I mean, my buddy's best man, I think, went above and beyond his duties. Oh, perfect. He, uh, we went out to like his piece of property and honestly, it's, it's like a little slice of heaven. Oh, I'm no not doubt, much eh? of a, like a farm kind of yeah. like, person or acreage even, mm-hmm. but I really did love his, his little piece of property. And nice. Because of all the rain, everything out there is so lush. Right, right, right. right. It's like his property backs up right onto like a river or that flows oh, through there. Nice. It it was it was quite nice. He's mm. got he had out there he had set up uh axe throwing. Oh killer. Right. Uh a beautiful like fireplace that was said. He had snacks on lock oh, all the time. Nice. We had um you know that volleyball? It's like a volleyball net, but it's 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 like, four, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. So we played a couple of those games, Flugin. Uh, ladder ball, uh, <laughs> how, beers beat. How intense did that Flugen ball match get? Flugen got pretty intense, man. Nice. People were <laughs> people were getting after it. So yeah. that was really nice. We went golfing, right? Beautiful. Uh, yeah, we went White River rafting, Ooh. which was was really interesting. It rained on us, which which kind of sucks. And you know, I run cold. Yes, like so, so you I'm were probably sure frozen I, already. So yeah, cold. lips were turning blue. <laughs> Like I, I really did enjoy it, but I was frozen. Oh, guy. I bet. They, I don't know what happened. We're a bachelor party. There's 11 of us, okay? Oh, that was a big party. Okay. It's a big party. Yeah. They put in our group three girls, like 10, 11, <laughs> 12, into our group, which is, so they split us up into two groups. Yes. One group is just like. Pretty rambunctious group, honestly. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good that they didn't get the girls. Yeah. And then they put the girls with us. But yeah. you would have thought they wouldn't have done that. You yeah. Know, if you said, like, a bachelor party is coming through. It's like, okay, we're just going to keep the bachelor party yeah. Yeah, one and two, and that's it. Right. You're yeah. not signing. Not adding other people in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, we have, like, instantly get on the river, girl. <laughs> Oh, really? Hey. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Almost starts hyperventilating. Oh, like, no. She was talked down by somebody else. And yeah. And they ended up getting off. And the one girl actually did stay. Oh, nice. But, uh, 
So that was a lot more of More adventurous spirit. Right. The body took a beating that weekend, though. That is for oh, I, sure. I bet, man. Uh, then I had a wedding. Yes. Yesterday, actually. Which was a lot of fun. It was. It was so nice. Like, it's kind of cloudy, and then the sun came out at maybe like 7 p.m. And hey, lucky charm worked. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it, it really did. And and it was just so beautiful out there at the, the Sweet Haven Bar. Check it out. Honestly, it's... It was absolutely stunning, and it was fun to just, uh, you know, party and meet some of, um, you know, my, what would that be, my step-aunt's husband's family. Oh, man, that's a mouthful. Yeah, it is, (laughs) but meeting some of these these new cousins that I've I've never seen or or met, and they were so kind, and everybody got along really well, so. That's good. It was a really, really good week. You know, definitely not as exciting as, as yours, but that was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, man. It dives you know. into a lot, but yeah, yeah I, I'm excited and I'm glad you had a good week and I'm glad to hear all that stuff. That's, that's awesome, man. Right. We got a good summer going so far. I've, I was, uh, I was telling people like, even though my car is kaputied, yeah. uh, this summer has been like a, I can't miss. Yeah. It was like, I'm hitting nothing but nets. Exactly. So. I mean, I guess it's all about perspective. I'm on a 7-0 record mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't took an L yet. No, 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 no. Uh, oh, oh, now, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was going to say, I, I watched, uh, though, on one of my days off, the Magic Johnson yes. documentary on, on Apple TV. Perfect. All we do is win. And it was really, really interesting mm-hmm. diving into this guy's... Uh, life and then career legend uh, I was telling you uh, before we started mm-hmm. like this guy in like three years time had won a high school basketball championship yep uh, NCAA championship which is incredible and then a as a rookie won uh, a NBA an championship, NBA championship and then was MVP yeah. of that game he played center this guy is a point guard yeah and Kareem goes down in like game six, so then they just wow, throw him. and then Magic went in the center. Like, he's like, "I'll go center." I did that in high school. That was two years ago. So, <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he oh. drops like forty-two points, and you know, it's it's just pretty crazy. The man who was destined for greatness. Yeah. So they go through all of that, and then they talk about his his battle or finding out that he was HIV positive, which. Is pretty deep and yeah, he went through a lot of emotions, you know. Oh, I bet those were like his like, prime years, right? Yeah, yeah. Like contemplating suicide, which is oh. is always like so heavy, right? Yeah. And just unsure of of his whole life, but really became a, a voice and an advocate. It's it's interesting, and then even in his later career now as a businessman, he's he's gone like some pretty huge steps, opening up like movie theaters and stuff like that in urban. Uh, areas which oh, okay. was like unheard like of. Like taboo. It, yeah, people yeah. just didn't do it. They were scared of like the violence and stuff right, like that. Right, right. So, yeah, it's he's been a, a real uh, real advocate for POCs. So well, he's been just nothing but a winner. Yes, yes, he has. And you were just and you were saying before that when he went as a a part business owner for the LA Dodgers. Yes, and then they, they won. won. Yeah. Wow. And then he the Spurs or. Uh, is it the Spurs? I can't remember. No, the Sparks. Oh, the Sparks. WNBA, they won as well. And he was so part he of has it. a NBA championship. Yeah. A, well, high school championship. High school, yeah. Uh, College. NCAA yeah. championship. NBA championship. A 
uh, gold medal. Yeah, gold medal for Worlds. A yeah, Dodgers. I think two. So times he got a one. so he got a pennant. Yes, and then he has also a WNBA. WNBA. I don't know what the trophy well. is for WNBA, but yeah. that is unreal. It's that guy is a winner. Like, just destined for greatness. Yeah, on definitely par with Steve Kerr, who's just been absolutely killing it <laughs> yes. in his coaching career. No kidding, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Because yeah, exactly. what? Like eight. I think he's got like eight championships. Yeah. That's that's a lot. Yeah, four as a player and four as a, as a coach, coach, which is wild. It's a lot of winning, man. Yeah, it's a lot of winning. Definitely the this era is Phil Jackson. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Tell us about the movies before we we'll come yeah to a close. before we come to a close. Let's uh, let's dive in. Well, the one movie I just recently watched was Drive My Car, which was up for Best Picture at the Oscars this year. And yes. dude, this movie—it's one of the best foreign films I've ever watched, for sure. Um, comes out of Japan, uh, deals with this um, aging actor slash theater director, and he comes to a point in his life where his wife died, and he's pretty much dealing with grief, and he gets his um, chauffeur. He wasn't very wasn't very uh, into having a driver because that's what he loved was driving too, right? End up getting an illness, and she. This woman comes in and becomes a driver. He was kind of like, eh, I don't really want her to drive my car. But afterwards, she proves herself because she's got great driving skills. So then it's just kind of this story of them just kind of dealing with all this grief. And it's a three-hour flick, which is mm-hmm. pretty long, that pretty long, long time. Run. But it's one of those films where you just kind of, it's almost like you're watching somebody's life is yes. what it's you're watching. Right, that's interesting. Yeah, it's that's how I felt throughout the whole time. You're just watching this person's life, but like a fly on the wall. Yeah, exactly, and that's pretty much what it was. And it was just a beautiful storytelling. The acting was incredible. The filmography or the cinematography too, in itself, they had these nice big landscape shots where you just see the car like driving on like the bridge, mm-hmm. right? And you're just like, man, what a beautiful, beautiful. right? These nice long, and then even just long takes. Yeah. Right? Where these have long dialogue sequences. And in my head, I'm like, man, this is amazing. And in myself, I was like, man, I got to practice like reading like long dialogue so I can hold it for a good like two minutes it's tough, without man. breaks. Yeah. And that's the thing too, right? You're just looking at the camera and there he's just talking like just a normal guy explaining the story, right? Yes. Which is wild. And then it's, it's crazy too because you're watching the movie and then they're doing a play and they're getting ready for a play. Yeah. So... Very beautiful film. I highly recommend it to anybody who's interested in foreign films. Mm-hmm. Definitely one of the best that has ever come out of Japan, for sure. Nice. Yeah. And also another one, Boiling Point. Yes. You know me. I love my continuous shot films. Yes. I love one-shot takes. This movie's all undone one shot. It doesn't break once. There's no... That's crazy. There's no, like, camera trickery where it's, like, behind Are you sure the they didn't have it? No. Nope. They did it. So what they did, how they rehearsed it, Okay, rehearse the movie. We're gonna do start from start from one to one, one to one, so all the way through. So they're gonna do eight times, uh-huh. and that's what they did. They shot it. F- they shot it four times. Sorry, that's the thing because COVID happened just right when they were filming and stuff. So lockdown happened in um, England. So then it was done. So they had to do it in four. Yeah. So they filmed it. It got to a point. Okay, that doesn't work. We gotta start again. Second one. Filmed it to a point. Okay, got to start again. Third one, ran it way through. All right, okay, let's do it one more time. And that one became the final cut. 
Wow. Yeah, That's from start to finish. And it's just like an, like another thing. You're watching this guy's life on like how a kitchen runs, like how a high five-star kitchen runs that got demoted two stars because mm-hmm. of health concerns. Yes. So now you're just watching everyone just kind of slipping. Yeah. Yeah, you see you see him slipping into his like his sadness and, you know, what his shit's going on. So his judgment and stuff is all over the map. Yeah. Right? And then you get the other characters or the other cooks that are in there that are just like, okay, dude, what the fuck? Like, what am I doing? You know? And then you see the other aspect with management and they're dealing with shitty customers or, you know, uh, the waitresses, they go to a, sh- a table and this guy's just a super, like a super shitty customer, right? So you see all different aspects of how the restaurant business looks like. And how these kitchens are really just like hell kitchens. Like, that makes sense why they're like this. They even have a little spat. And yeah, man, it's just one of those films where if you haven't seen it yet, you should. Because <laughs> it is definitely one of the better ones. That, that have, one's on Crave, right? That one's on uh, Prime. Prime. Yes. Crave. Prime. Um, Drive My Drive Car, my car is, Crave, yes. is on Crave, yes. But yeah, it's <laughs> like two incredible films. So those were my ones I got locked into. Yeah. Yeah, they're amazing. And then I watched Stranger Things, too. Nice. Finally got to see the last two episodes. Did you finish it? I did finish it. And oh. boy, yeah. I am ready for season five. Oh, I cannot wait. <laughs> Too soon. Yes. Yeah. Man, the whole... That was, that probably, was pretty sweet. Right? Where he's just shredding. I'm sorry, guys, if you haven't yeah. seen this yet. Spoiler alert. But man, Eddie just shredding on that guitar, man. I was like, dude, yeah. that is metal. I, you know... They didn't have to kill him. What's the point of that? I know. He, he was died such a good pointlessly character. too. Yeah. Like it's not even like he went back and saved somebody. Like it was just kind of Well, he bought time. Did he though? Well, he brought those bats to him. Uh, right? They could have went back to the house if he just went through, right? I don't know. I've... I still find like yeah, sure. So but for me, I definitely thought he was a breakthrough character. I thought that it was a really, really guy. Yeah, like yeah. he broke through and that he would make like the cast, like he was a mainstay now. Because mm-hmm. of such a now everybody around who's been watching him, right? He's like, Man, this guy like why'd he die? Why'd he die? This guy was amazing. Yeah. Right? No. But their cast is already too big. It's pretty big. Well, it's they got huge. a lot of sub stories going on. Yeah, so you gotta love subplots, but it's like it's a big it's a big cast. <coughs> yeah. So it does make sense to not make it too too big. Mm-hmm. But I would have loved if Eddie stayed. Oh, I guess I would have <laughs> some more characters in. It was emotional. It was yeah. Good. But we'll see season five. Yeah. I wonder if that will be finally the conclusion. I thought this I thought was the conclusion. This was the conclusion. Yes. I really did. Yeah. And uh I guess they were just like, nah. We're going to continue. Yeah. To we got one this. more. We got one more. Yeah, so I can't wait to see what uh, what Will. I feel they're going to be back to Will's focus. Well, I mean, also, is Will gay? Is he in love with... With Mike? With Mike, or is he just, like, I think really he, sad that his friend is... I think that's what it is, is that it was, like, the same thing that happened to you when I was friends with Tony. What happened when you're friends with you, me? you hated me. You didn't like me. You separated yourself. Oh, oh, I thought somebody thought that like, <laughs> you were gay or something. No, 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 no. I was like, oh, who thought that? No, no. Cool. You were just like, nah. You hate. He just hates the fact that now his buddy, his best pal and mm. all this is not interested in the shit that he's into anymore. Now he's gotcha. into girls and he's like, ah, well, 
whatever. But he's also just a pretty awkward guy, yes, too, right? So he's probably got to break his shell into fighting himself. But he loves being that nerdy kid that yeah. loves D&D. And his best pal, since they're just kids, doesn't like D&D as much or, you know, yeah. not as he's into it. Of, he's found his own path. Yeah, bit. exactly. Deters, right? Because everyone has their moment. I'm sure everyone had their um, childhoods at one point where it was just like their tight circle. And then they got to an age where now that tight circle was now branching out and meeting new friends and learning new ideas. And then yourself was kind of doing the same thing, but then you kind of not lost them, but you know, you're, you're expanding yourselves a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't as you guys were doing this stuff anymore. Now they're like, oh, okay, well I'm not into that anymore. I want to do this thing now. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. All right. Well. Fun filled life. And I think that's where we'll end it. Yeah. That was a good one. It was a great one. Anything you want to say for the people? Uh, you know, keep fit and have fun. Yeah, <laughs> go and go outside. You know, enjoy some of the weather when we get the when it's not raining. I guess even when it is raining, get out there, get in the yeah, moment, get some sick. It's nice and <laughs> practice some meditation. Yes, uh, I know. Yes. Chase just said that that was kind of his first guided thing. Meditation is very, very important. Like it, 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 it already uh, changed my my uh, aspect. Your of life. brain actually grows. The cerebral uh, cortex grows from meditation. Wow! When you become present, so well that is definitely being added to the routine for sure. Because yeah. that was just amazing for me. No, it's really good. Yeah, I gotta get back. I'm, I'm I'm terrible. I'm in. I do it for like two weeks and then I drop it. So I gotta yeah wake up. That's and a really just do good it. way to start the day. Yeah, I think. exactly. All right. All righty. Love, peace, chicken grease.